Where there is fear, there is hope. Where there is darkness, there is light. Lost Red Earth is the story of one mythical creature that must overcome the darkness in the hope of restoring the world to its once utopian landscape. Hello and welcome to the Creative Write It podcast. This week, we're sharing this entire enthralling story, chapter by chapter. We hope you enjoy this journey into Lost Red Earth. We also hope it finds you in a place of hope with all its glowing lights. Today's chapter is brought to you by Amaya Mercer, who was thrilled when she found out that she was going to be able to contribute her writing to this short novel and is very thankful for this experience. She has loved writing since she was very small and always has a pencil in her hand. Chapter 6, The Setback Usually feelings and words complement each other, almost like peanut butter and jam, but sometimes no amount of words can describe how you feel. And that was the problem. Jessica just suddenly had a feeling, like, what was this all for? What was the point? After all, her dad was dead, and as for the small useless dragon over there, how was that thing supposed to destroy the darkness? No one even knew she was alive. Nobody cared at all. Jessica sat down on the sandy ground. This is what she thought she wanted, but it just wasn't going right. Nothing ever went right. It was like the whole world was against her. Felix came and laid down beside her, his nose nudging her palm, but Jess stood up, avoiding eye contact with him. She had decided that this whole thing was useless, and it wasn't like her dad was watching over her. If the darkness was going to take over, so be it. That night, as Felix slept peacefully, she carefully grabbed the little amount of things she owned and fled. Glancing back, she watched as light poured out of Felix's small nose every time he took a breath. Even though he could be annoying at times, he was a really great friend, and it had been fun while it lasted. But all good things came to an end, Jessica thought, sighing. Trent on her way home. A strong wind suddenly began to blow all around. A sandstorm was on its way. She hoped she would reach home by the time it had arrived. But just to be safe, she sat down and began rummaging through her bag for anything that could substitute for a mask. But as Jessica was distracted, an unwanted visitor came up behind her. Slithering over the harsh desert sand, a noise Jessica knew only too well presented itself. Swiftly, she stood up, ready to grab the rattlesnake by its neck. But it was too late. Its large fangs had pierced her skin. This was bad. Very, very bad. Oi, stop! Jess yelled, and the snake scurried away, startled by the noise. She should have been more careful. Jessica let out a frustrated cry. She had let her guard down, and now look what had happened. She looked down at the skin on her leg. It had started to swell up and turn purple. Shaking slightly, she started to apply pressure to the wound, but the pain was too much. It was unbearable. She had to get home. It was safe there. It was warm there. It was comfortable there. She began to hobble over the sand. The wind was getting stronger and the pain was awful. Her vision began to blur and the world spun around her. Suddenly, everything went black. Jessica, come on, please wake up. Jess. Her eyes opened and through her slightly blurred vision, she could make out a red silhouette showering over her. Felix? 
Vigilas are just um, solicitors. Some she couldn't believe he had found her, and at that moment he looked and she looked into his eyes. She couldn't leave him. He was all she had left now, and this is what he wanted. No, this is what she wanted. Um, so that was beautiful reading, Amaya. Thank you so much for sharing your chapter. Um, so we have a few questions um, that we've written specifically for the writers of this book. Um, we think it's a nice way to reflect on your creative process and to help other writers with their writing journeys as well. So are you ready to answer a couple of questions? Yes. <laughs> awesome. So how did you feel when we decided to write a collaborative novella? Well, to, to be honest, at first I didn't, I didn't want to do it. I, I, I was like, we're all going to have different ideas. You know, how are we supposed to agree on like everything? But it was actually like really fun getting to kind of discuss what we thought and like what, what would like connect and flow. Um, and I think it was nice that everyone had like their own kind of perception of what the story was going to be like. And like, I, I was a bit worried that it kind of wouldn't like flow, like everyone's chat, it might be a bit choppy, but it, it ended up being a great story. It ended up all fitting together really well. I was so impressed by the way that you all um, just took on your own sections of the story. And you were sharing ideas in the chat as you were writing your own chapters. Um, and so you kind of overcame where we might have had problems with flow by making sure all the key details were correct. So that just little bit how you read um, Felix's little Latin line, um, that really holds it all together, I think. Um, you did well by reading that part too. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> it's tricky. Um, what did... Like, I think you sort of answered the next questions. What did you find to be the most enjoyable and most challenging parts of this process? Well, like, like I said, I think the, the most challenging part was making it all like fit together. Mm. But like the rest I really enjoyed, like even like the writing process, getting to kind of discuss it with everybody. It, it, was, it was really fun. Yeah, fantastic. I'm glad it turned out to be a good experience. I know there were, there were a few of you that were a bit apprehensive at the beginning. <laughs> but you took it on really well. Um, what do you love most about writing in general? Um, I, you know, I, I don't really, I, I think I enjoy writing because you can kind of like create your own world. Like it's like, it's like an escape from reality. And, and it sounds really cheesy when like I say it out loud, but like sometimes it's just nice to kind of not be in, in the world, <laughs> in, in, in like, like on earth, like, um, it's, yeah. I absolutely get it. <laughs> it's just like disappearing into a good book, except it's a book that you have control over. Yeah, yeah. Into the world that you want. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Writing is magical for that. Um, and tell us about the kind of book you would love to write one day. I, okay, I think I'd really like to write a story from the perspective of someone with like a mental illness, like anxiety or depression, because I think that'd be really nice to like spread awareness and kind of help people understand what's going through someone's mind, like if they have like a mental disorder like that. But I'm, I'm also kind of scared to do that because like I, I don't have a mental illness and I, I'd be like scared that I, I would get like it wrong, like what I'm saying. 
Mm. Yeah, that sounds like a really important type of book to write. And um, it's, a, it's an interesting challenge for writers when we start to consider writing characters that are different from ourselves. Um, but I think that's one of the greatest things about writing that it gives us the opportunity to put ourselves in other characters' shoes um, and to explore that. And it pushes us to do a lot of research in those areas so that we can do those characters justice and spread that kind of message like you were talking about that's um, it's important to spread awareness about. I think that sounds fantastic, Amaya. Um, I hope you just you sit with that idea and maybe I'll look out for a future book from you one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well it was so nice to work with you this year and thank you so much for reading contributing to this story yes you as well yeah thank you for letting me take part in this you're very welcome thanks Amaya bye Lost Red Earth is a collaborative novella written by Year 6 students at Baldwin Primary School. You can read the full story on our website. Just head to the link we've conveniently called Books. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Before we go, we'd like to acknowledge that we live, write, and share stories on the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, the original storytellers of our country. We vow to use our creative power to contribute to the land that has given us the freedom to imagine, dream, listen, and write a better collective future. We pay our deep respects to Elders past, present, and emerging.